Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome back to Birth Your Vision Podcast Live. And I'm your host. Thank you so much for staying with us and for um, being with us today. I am super excited. I am going to be having an amazing guest who is going to be talking all about how he's been able to actually turn his visual artistry into a high profitable business. So stay tuned. Uh, make sure you leave your comments below and also any thoughts or any ideas in the comment section below. I'm going to be bringing on my guest very shortly. But just before we do that, um, I just wanted to check in on just to see how you guys are doing and how has your day been? How is it going? How is the lockdown going for you? Let me know. Leave your comments in the um, yes. section below and let's get the conversation going. So if you are a lover of art and you love art, so you're going to love this amazing guest today. Um, this is somebody who is all the way from Lagos, Nigeria. His name is Edwin Christopher. He's 25 years old, um, is a creative visual artist, and he was born and raised in Lagos, Nigeria. Um, he briefly took an artistry course on Udemy, and um, but is actually a self-thought artist, visual artist, and he's created so many wonderful pieces to celebrate black culture, black love, women of color, and showcase the African-American experience as well. So he's the, also the founder of Couture Canvas, a home decor company and lifestyle brand, providing canvas artist work for, um, and also as accessories as well. And the accessories include framed canvas prints, hoodies, coffee mugs, and customized jewelry and affordable prices. Um, Edwin originally came from Nigeria he is a digital artist, a designer, he's an entrepreneur, and he started his journey in Lagos, um, but now his company is now at the headquarters in um, Florida. So he's also had some amazing celebrities who have actually been able to reach out to him. So many clients ranging from celebrities, entrepreneurs, as well as athletes. Um, he has done custom artwork for few, including Gary V podcast. We all know Gary V. Um, also for Yvonne Origi, the star of the American sitcom Insecure. And also, he's done some amazing, tremendous work for Tyler Perry. We all know the wonderful Tyler Perry. And, of course, the beautiful Beyonce, um, as well as others, um, including Gary Belterin, founder of the Ecom Millionaire University, and also Justin Wool, the founder and CEO at the Beyond Six Figures E-Commerce Profits University. Um, he's been approached um, definitely um, as one of the um, many artists who is going to be supporting the um, Samuel um, Jackson um, work. He's gonna be telling us about that and also the encounter that he's been able to have with Beyonce's mom, you know, to do with his artistry. And it's just been a, just an amazing journey for him. So without further ado, I would love to introduce you to the wonderful Edwin Christopher. How are you, Edwin? I'm good. Hey, guys. How are you doing? Thank you so much for coming onto our platform. It's a pleasure to have you here today. Yeah, it's nice to be here with you guys today. Absolutely. Um, yes, we are now live and we are live streaming and we are obviously using audio today um, due to one or two um, technical issues. But however, we must move on with the show so welcome it's a real pleasure to have you how was your day yeah the day was really cool um, fantastic art yeah 
Awesome. So I just want to welcome all the guests once again. Thank you all for coming in. Today we are speaking to Hedwin all the way from Lagos, Nigeria. He's a visual artist and he has done so many um, great work for celebrities from Tyler Perry to Beyonce and to um, all sort of athletes and so many other entrepreneurs as well. So, you know, Edwin, thanks for coming on. Thank you so much. Um, I just wanted to know, you know, how did your journey started in terms of you becoming a visual artist? How did this journey actually start? Um, well, literally, uh, as long as I could remember, I've been an artist for a while now, probably since I was like between the ages of seven to eight. But um, I would say I never really took it that serious, you know, starting mm -hmm. young. I had always had this um, joy for, you know, reading comic books and getting really endowed into the artwork of like back in the days i don't really know names but if you knew um x-men and a couple of dope comics back then i got trailed us looking at the way they were painted and all that and i was like well i could try this stuff and see how it works out for me and you know mm. i wasn't really as good as i was now then though but just right. about the drive and the zeal to like make artworks then i just started you know experimenting um as far as i could remember i started using pencils and I realized um, I got really, I would say, too attached to the eraser too, because I kept on making mistakes and all that. So I was like, probably I should go up a notch and start using ballpoint pens. Mm. So, yeah, it was really hard, you know, in terms of finances and all to get art supplies back then. So I kind of like stick with making paintings with ballpoint pens. And I guess after college, I got to like experience. Uh, digital painting and noticed you have all the tools you need right in front of you without actually buying um, oil paints or acrylic or brushes and all that and I was like if I could like have this um, plethora of tools in front of me why not like why not just do what I could do if I had the access to like use oil paints or acrylic so I experimented with it and you know watch a couple of videos on Udemy and YouTube and that was it for me just went with the flow. <laughs> Fantastic. That sounds really amazing. So when yeah. we talk about visual artists, was it like being a visual artist in Nigeria? How is that for you? Um, I would say since I'm self-taught and I don't really like represent anybody, basically my work as an artist kind of like it's much more um, focused on African-Americans. You know, I wouldn't say my work tends to like... Um, appreciate Nigeria in particular I would say my target audience is based in Nigeria so I would say African-Americans and it's not really something um, the Nigerian industry look forward to you know they are much more um, focused on um, stuff like um, Orisha in regards to the Yoruba culture and tribal right. stuff here in Nigeria so mm -hmm. I wouldn't say um, my journey as a visual artist in Nigeria tends to like focus on the Nigerian market. Mm, okay, so is that one of the reasons why you sort of um, looked at other, you know, clientele in terms of who will have interest in, you know, your artistry sort of outside of Nigeria? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was why. Okay, and how was that journey in terms of, you know, embarking on looking at other areas? Um, where you feel like you know they, they you know your artistry is in demand and people understand it. 
Yeah, I kind of realized um, in terms of artworks, if you were to look at um, history and all that, you will notice um, um, in terms of creativity, we have a lot of black artists, phenomenal artists and all that. But when you mm. look at, when you go to a gallery or you go to like um, the way you have the Rossutin gallery and all that, you know, the Sote base and all that art options, you really see um, artworks of, you know, black Americans or like people of color being exhibited and all that. And mm. even, if, even if I told you, if you were to like see one, it would be something depicting, you know, black trauma and stuff like that. So I was like, why not try to like get into the market and try to like celebrate women of color, you know, mm. not in regards to what they've been through, but in regards to what they really are, you know, in terms of royalty, beauty and all that. And I kind of like noticed there were a lot of references, a lot of beautiful women, but you had to like, add your flair of um, artistic to like make it make sense and i started working on that and over a period of time you know started getting a, a bit of recognition all that and that was how i just started right wow that's amazing so you know your artistry tell us about you know um the work in terms of the aim and what does it really say you know um Literally, I would say, yeah, I don't really have much to say on that. If you've been um, an avid follower of mine, you will notice literally my main subject are black women, like women of color. That's my actual subject. And basically, um, what I do most is to celebrate women of color through my arts, you know, black excellence, express the yeah. beauty of being black, without representation and all that. It's majorly to represent women of color and in their royalty, their beauty, seeing them as figures they are supposed to be like, and yeah, you know. Mm. Absolutely. Why women of color particularly? Yeah, because they are not really celebrated if you look in terms of the arts, uh, arts nature and all that. Like, you really see people depicting women of color as what they actually are. You know, the way you see a fellow black woman and be like, hey, queen, hey, babe, yeah. hey, lady, you know. Um, you wouldn't see, you really see people depict women of color as the way you have the Mona Lisa, yeah. the way you have, um, what's it called? Like the way Da Vinci represents women and all that. You really see women of color being represented that way, you know? It's mm -hmm. either um, representing them as slaves or in chains or based on their trauma and all that. So I was like, if I was to get into the market and try to like represent them um, in reality, the way you have the Empress, the way you have um, Nefertiti and all that, that would be great. And that was mm. it. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, I've seen quite a lot of your um, painting. It's really, really amazing. Very incredible, to be quite honest with you. I noticed that you actually did a painting of Amanda um, yeah. Goldman, who actually read that amazing poetry. Um, okay. at the inauguration of um, Joe Biden um, yeah. a few weeks ago. Um, you know, tell us about that and what was behind your motivation to actually do that painting? Yeah, it's still based on the same context I was telling you about a mm. minute ago. You know, um, if you look at the history, you see um, it's all started from Maya Angelou, you know. I think she was the first... Um, I would say 
black poet or so i don't really i can't i don't know how to put it but she was the one that kind of like started um the train of having people of color see themselves as people who could like accomplish things in terms of being a poet and all that and i felt if um a mother woman at such a young age to like to could be able to do something as huge as that then yeah. i guess i have to like take my own quote as a creative artist and represent her as what she is a queen i guess so yeah that was my main bit of motivation for doing that piece i did on her Fantastic. and if you look if you look at it you will see um i previously made a piece of um kamala harris and yeah. i tried to like incorporate that into the amanda goman painting if you look through the painting you would see um it's not just about her skin color or her clothing style it's much more about the message it eludes when you look at her as a black woman but yeah, yeah. incredible absolutely you know who are the biggest you are your biggest influencers who are you inspired by who you know who are they hello comedian please yeah who are your biggest influencers who inspires you um i have a couple of artists i would like to mention um yeah. starting with um leonardo da vinci yeah that's for sure okay. like uh, <laughs> i have um um kane de wiley he did the official painting of barack obama when okay. he was president um kevin williams i don't know if you've heard of him yeah he also i would say is my mentor because like he kind of like tries to like um talk about the african american diaspora and all that while presenting women as strong people yeah mm. and i would say basquets yeah yeah jen basquets and mm. also a german artist named um alpa fa yeah mm. those are my biggest motivation in terms of being a creative artist and i tend to like get to your level once in life but yeah brilliant that's amazing i mean you've actually done quite a lot of painting of you know different celebrities um you know which celebrity have you had the encountered with in terms of how have they actually been able to reach out to you um you know from the moment you've actually drawn them and they've seen that you know what encounter have you had with any of the celebrities that you've actually drawn the picture of <laughs> well literally i haven't been out of nigeria before so i wouldn't say i wouldn't say i've had like Yeah. one on one encounter mm -hmm. with an actual celebrity but i think um late last year let's say around um october september october i was in this um um i had a painting of um beyonce i made you know and there was this um um a guy who was like he was like he had like an interview with um beyonce's mom yeah. you know and actually he has been a, a creator of mine since 2019 so he had a couple of my paintings as his background you know and yeah. it was actually um a zoom a zoom live so he had just pictured he had two pictures of beyonce as his backdrop you wow. know mm -hmm. and why um beyonce's mom was on the live he kind of like invited me yeah. and told me yeah. hey hey this could be your big break and you could like you could get someone as big as Beyonce's mom to like know you i was like whoa that's huge you know <laughs> and he invited me to the um zoom um live and i was like just patient waiting to see wow wow she does who i am you know mm. and then event eventually she like she was like 
she she got to like see like you know take her eyes off the interview and scroll through the room and saw the two things she was like wow who did that and all that he was like well um it was a um it was a nigerian artist from lagos nigeria you know um. and she was like wow and literally they were about to like have um the annual uh, Met Galites um, and events Beyonce's yeah. mom always hosts yearly. You know, and she was like, why don't, um, is there a way um, I could have my paintings sent in for the auction hours? And he was like, well, he will have to get to me and ask. And literally, you don't see an opportunity like that every day, especially being in Nigeria. Right. I was like, wow, that's huge for sure, you know? And yeah. I would say that was my biggest experience. How did you feel, you know, knowing that someone who is so huge, very famous, you know, had that encounter with you, you know? Well, for a while, I was wild, you know, as yeah. you would be if you see, if you were to like get a huge opportunity like that. I was really wild for a minute. And, you know, after a while, I got calm and, <laughs> and I was like, okay, okay, become quick, you got this. And yeah. Yeah. It was just for a while though, but it was a thrill of actually having my artwork as the only Nigerian in the Waco event that year. So it's wow. phenomenal. Yeah. That is extraordinary. And also, you know, um, Tyler Perry, did Tyler Perry in any way reach out to you? Um, no, not really, not really. But mm -hmm. I just um a friend of mine whose um body worked as um a security personnel when Teleperi opened up his new um studio. I don't know if you recall back yeah. in Atlanta, Georgia. She was like um a couple of people were sending stuff in, you know. Oh. And um I don't know Teleperi's fiance or so at the time was picking stuff to decorate the um interiors of the wow. studio. And she was like, hey, she has this friend of hers from Nigeria who is like a good a dope artist. And if there was a way um, he could make a painting of Tyler Perry, was there any way he could get it to his, um, to Tyler Perry's fiance at the time? He was like, yeah, sure. And, you know, I just kind of like found a picture, reference picture of Tyler Perry on Google and just experimented with it and make a painting of him, you know? Okay. And I sent it. I sent it over, and you know, he got to get a painting, uh -huh. um, transferred it to the fiance, and I think after about a week or two, he got back to this friend of mine and told her that La Perry's fiance actually picked the painting as wow. one of the paintings to like decorate the oval office back then. But I never got a picture though. Never got a picture, but you know, it's pretty good for you to know you have a painting and the overlook is at the time <laughs> it's why not been out of Nigeria before yeah that's absolutely it. some really great fantastic um, recognition there from really top celebrities in America that's amazing you should be very proud very commendable you know and I just wanted to know this wonderful skill of yours you know your painting is just amazing incredible um you've had such a lot of great comments on it it's fantastic it's extraordinary wow you know, so tell me about how you've been able to turn this wonderful skill, gift of yours into a highly profitable business. So, you know, take us through that. How have you been able to turn it around for you? Um, I haven't had an answer this right now because I would say when we get to Cultural Canvas, like my brand, it's been around for around 
two and a half years now. Yeah. You know? And literally as an artist, I never felt that I would like actually go professional, but you know, due to a couple of things here in Nigeria, not saying if I actually use my degree to like get a job here, I wouldn't I'll be making pennies. So I was like, you know, if it's possible as an artist, yeah, since yeah. um in trying to especially we've been in this COVID times, you know. Mm. I was like, why not just like try to like represent my art and you know see how people relate to it. Well, I wouldn't say it's um it came out easy though, you know. I would say it took it took a while for me, but basically it's just um making artworks that tend to like speak to my audience in ways they feel appreciated. Right. That's literally it for me because I feel literally everybody can make art. You know, you could pick up a paint, you could pick up a brush and just make something and call it, yeah, this is a masterpiece. But it's when you make an art piece that speaks to the innermost part of someone, that's what actually matters. And I guess since I have found an audience of mine mm. that tends to speak to women of color and appreciate their beauty for who they are, I think that's just a starting point for me. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the things that actually striked me when I saw your painting, that it was filled with women of colour. It was showing, you know, the beauty of women of colour and showing them in such positive light, you know, the hair, the shape, um, just how we are, we are, you know, just wonderful being. And that's yeah. amazing that you're able to celebrate that. And thank you for that changing the, the narrative itself, which is amazing. Um, so in terms of your 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 passion and everything, um, you know, you know, what is next for you? Because you are just an incredible top visual artist and um, you've worked with, you know, some other people, I guess, in terms of partnering and stuff like that. You know, what is next for you now? You know, what is it that you aspire to be you know, beyond this? Yeah, first of all, with all due respect, I will have to, like, leave this country. <laughs> you know? Because literally, um, as a visual artist, actually, um, I don't want to speak negative in Nigeria, though, but it tends yeah. to, like, hinder your um, your exposure as an artist. Because over here in Nigeria, you don't really, like, appreciate art the way you guys appreciate it in the USA, the UK, and other countries, you know? It's mm -hmm. not like uh, a huge trend for people. They feel, they feel they can get stuff cheaply and, you know? But literally, when you go outside Nigeria and, you know, tend to represent people, they tend to recognize you yeah. based on what you do as an artist. So for me, I would say, firstly, is to leave Nigeria and um, get my own gallery, you know? Mm -hmm. That's great. Literally, I just have a workstation right now, but I would love to have my own gallery with my own pieces hanging here and there. Um, I would say hosting art workshops in different countries. Hopefully, one day I would have that work out for me, but that's a huge goal of mine, you know? And yeah. literally, have my artworks in Black spaces, Black homes, um, Black restaurants, Black-owned business, all things Black. That's it for me. Wow. I love your, your aspirations. I'm just looking at some of the comments here. 
Um, someone said it's absolutely awesome painting, beautiful paintings. Um, it will happen very soon, especially with your skills. That's someone wishing you well. Um, yeah, how long have you been painting for and at what age did you find your talent? I think the person must have missed what you said in the beginning. So if you just want to say that briefly, um, what age did you start? Did you find your talent? Around, I was around eight years old, I guess. Yeah, I was around yeah. eight years old. Around eight years old. And you actually have a degree in something else, isn't it? Yeah. Actually, yeah. I was hoping to be a medical doctor because my mom is a nurse, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, my mom was a nurse. But uh, again, with Nigeria, I wouldn't like to say bad things about the corridor, but, you know, things happen for a reason. And most times... Um, you tend to like have a clear visual of how you want your life to work out for you, but events happen that tends to like steer you away for a reason, you know? So, um, hello? Um, what happened? Hello? Yeah, we are here. Carry on. Yeah, oh, you kind of like went offline for a bit. Yeah, yeah. But that's fine. Carry on. Okay, so I was saying... Um, Events tend to like happen to you for a reason to steer you away from things you have set your mind to for a reason, and mm. um, something kind of like happened in regards to like my dream of being a doctor, and I tend to like change my um, my direction, and eventually ended up studying um, to be um, a bioenvironmental engineer instead. But wow. that wasn't my passion. That wasn't my passion, really. You know, it was mm -hmm. during that mm -hmm. stage of my life I kind of like realized I could rekindle my um, my creative child in me as an artist, and that was when I started like going back into painting. I think I was around nineteen or so, nineteen years back then when, in, when I kind of like had a vision to like get back into arts, and since then, it's been cool, I guess. Wow, that's incredible. And I just wanted to know, you know, what advice would you give anybody who, you know, wants to also go into the world of visual artistry? And um, what would you actually tell them who are thinking of, you know, who, who feel they don't really have what it takes or having some form of self-doubt? What advice mm -hmm. would you actually tell that kind of person? Well, um, on a brief scale, I would say, like my dad always say, he would say, um, never allow the contingencies of yesterday to make you doubt your dreams of today you know mm. and basically what that means is like the journey isn't about being the best version in the eyes of people you know or looking forward to your idea of perfection you don't have to be perfect for you to get started yes you know, there would always be someone out there who is much more better than you much yeah. more perfect much more creative you know Indeed. has all the connections and all that but the, major, but the major motivation for you is to keep practicing in your craft daily to get better on a daily basis. Because with um, the positive mindset that one day you would be at the top level in your artistry until then, just never quit. Absolutely. I think that's a really um, great message for anybody who's actually hoping to go into visual artistry as well. It's about mm -hmm. believing in yourself and also... Um, loving the passion that comes from within, you know, sharing your skills with the world and, you know, making a, an impact and a difference. You just never know who is going to actually um, see your paintings and how that could actually elevate you and um, yeah. help you 
help you to be secure in terms of financially and really make your dreams come true. So whatever your heart desires, your passion, your talent, your gift, you know, it's, it's important that you share it with the world and that you do not allow it to die with you. And that's what Edwin has done. He's shared his skills with the world and he's been able to connect with great people from entrepreneurs to athletes, as well as, um, you know, celebrities. And his gift has been been able to help him to, to definitely create a highly profitable business, even in a country whereby, um, you know, his artistry may not be seen as something that is phenomenal, whereas others may see it that way. So whatever skills you have, make sure you make use of it. Make sure yep. you use it and you birth it into a vision and let the world be part of it. So um, any last words for our viewers who are watching us right now? Any last words of hope to encourage uh, anybody else out there, especially during this season of um, lockdown uncertainty? Some people may have some skills or talent and they're not really sure as to how to go by, you know, kickstarting it. Um, any words, any last words just to encourage anybody else out there? Yeah, I would say um, literally you have, um, we have information literally everywhere and it's most times you tend to like, in, especially in the world of digital um, technology, you tend to like get kind of like bombarded with information all over but i would say um in regards to whatever skills you have you should look out for someone doing really well in your field and tends to like get inspiration from what they do not try to copy them because if yeah. i was like speak about myself and my field as an artist when i started making paintings you know i came into the scene i think in the year 2019 or so and they were phenomenal artists. You know, at a time I would make a painting and you would just scroll through Instagram or Facebook and see something. Yeah. Much, <laughs> you'll see something that's much more better than yours 10 times over. And if you don't tend to like control your self-confidence or the way you see exactly. yourself at the stage, you could get into like a creative block for a long while because it makes you, it tends to like play with your brain and make you feel like you're not enough, you know? And yeah. over time I realized, I realized literally everybody can make a painting. Literally anybody can make a painting, but the major aspect is for you to find your tribe. Because mm. um, I see most people say, um, I start a business, my family doesn't support me, my, my friend doesn't support me. Don't create a business around your friends or your loved ones or your families because they might not sell it, they, they might not like tend to like um, um, support you the way you feel they could support you. But once you find your target audience, once you find your tribe, once you mm -hmm. find people who relate to your work, you know, that's the major aspect of any business. It's not about having friends who support you, all that. Once you find your tribe, you yes. actually have a thriving business. That's the major Absolutely. part. Absolutely. Indeed. So just on that note, you know, um, I just want to say thank you so much. We've had such a great um, interaction from the audience who are watching us today. And um, your website has been linked onto the comment section below. So whoever wants to actually go and get your canvas, they can actually do so. Um, and um, many people are just blown away, blown away, absolutely blown away by your artistry. <laughs> 
you know i'm yeah. definitely going to be getting one i'm just going to give myself time to see which one <laughs> do encourage you to all our audience and our viewers who are watching us please help edwin um you know a visual artist who is really um so talented and um just amazing at what he does and it's amazing to have him here on this platform you know, it's all about looking for great talents who are birthing their vision. You know, despite their circumstances, he's already told us about, you know, his environment and how he's living. But yet his talent, his gift speaks volume and is is heard all over the world. You know, not just in, um, you know, where he stays, but, you know, in the USA, in America, in, in um, you know, France and, and England. You know, people know of his artistry and let's just continue to support you know, our local businesses and support and empower the young generation as well, as well as small businesses and medium businesses um, in our local um, community. So thank you so much, everybody, for being part of the Birth Your Vision podcast live. It's always amazing to host this event. And um, once again, I just want to say thank you so much. You can actually connect with me. I'm going to be leaving my details in the comment section below. Um, you know, I run the All Women's Network, which is all about helping women to network to connect, to collaborate, and also to generate referrals. And this is a wonderful membership community where we're able to help you to be more confident, to learn how to network, how to speak with confidence, and how to be able to you know, communicate effectively. I help you through business as well. So if you want to be part of our membership and you want to be part of what we do, then please do get in touch with me and I'll be able to put you through. So once again, thank you so much, everybody. And to my wonderful guest, it's a real pleasure to have you here today. Have a great yeah. evening. Thank you so much for connecting with us. And, you know, I look forward to many more um, um, relationship building. So thank you so much, everybody. Have a great evening. Thanks for watching. And I'll see you next week with another great guest. Stay blessed. Bye for now.